Welcome to the Peace Over Pieces podcast, hosted by Clara Baldwin. Peace Over Pieces is a nonprofit domestic violence organization creating podcasts with victims while providing donations, hotline information, and resources. If you or anyone you know is in need of financial or emotional assistance related to domestic abuse, please visit our website for contact information. Now, without further ado, please enjoy the next episode. Welcome to Peace Over Pieces. I'm Sophia Swiri, a coach therapist honored with an award in resilience coaching. I have dedicated my career to working with survivors, helping them to find strength and resilience in their journeys. I am here to talk about something important, domestic abuse and how it's shaped by different cultures. You don't need to be an expert to join this conversation. We're going to explore stories, coping methods, and how people find strength. This podcast is for anyone who cares about these issues and wants to learn more. So let's dive in and discover empowering resilience in domestic abuse. Domestic abuse is a global issue, but its manifestations, perceptions, and even responses can vary greatly across cultures. It's essential to grasp this complexity to effectively address the problem. I've worked with survivors from various cultural backgrounds, and I've seen firsthand how culture can influence their experiences and the support they receive. Now let's explore the cultural nuances surrounding domestic abuse. Cultural influences play a significant role in shaping how individuals perceive and experience domestic abuse. These influences encompass everything from family honor and reputation, which can defer survivors from speaking out. In others, gender roles and power dynamics may contribute to the perpetuation of abuse. Understanding these cultural influences is vital for both survivors and those seeking to support them. It helps us tailor interventions and support systems that are culturally sensitive and effective. Now, let's transition to a crucial part of our conversation, coping strategies and resilience building. While we won't be sharing survivor stories in this podcast, let's focus on the practical steps and methods survivors and their supporters can employ to navigate the challenging journey of healing and empowerment. Coping strategies are like tools in a toolbox, and everyone's toolbox looks different. What works for one person might not work for another. Our aim here is to explore a variety of strategies so that you can find the ones that resonate with you. Let me share with you essential tools for healing and growth. Number one, self-care. Survivors of domestic abuse often neglect their own well-being. It's crucial to prioritize self-care, which can encompass physical, emotional, and mental aspects. Self-care strategies can be setting aside me time, engaging in hobbies, and adopting a healthy lifestyle. Self-care is not selfish. It's self-preservation. Number two, therapy and counseling. Professional support is often a corner store of healing. They are essential tools 
for survivors to heal and grow. Therapy provides a safe space for survivors to express their emotions and experiences and provides several benefits. Survivors can freely express their feelings, anger, sadness, and fear without judgment. This emotional release can be cathartic and help in processing trauma. Therapists help recognize the emotional and psychological impact of abuse. Understanding this is the first step towards healing. Therapy equips survivors with coping strategies to manage anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. These strategies are invaluable for regaining emotional stability. Domestic abuse leaves survivors with emotional scars. Therapy helps in trauma processing, and through therapy, they can achieve post-traumatic growth, where they emerge stronger and more resilient than before. Number three, support network. Survivors of domestic abuse often find themselves isolated. Abusers employ tactics to isolate their victims, making it difficult to seek help. The reason why a support network is vital is that it provides survivors with a lifeline to the outside world, helping them to connect with, the caring, with caring individuals. Trusted individuals validate survivors' experiences. They confirm that what survivors have endured is real and not their fault. This is powerful and is a step towards healing. Number four, legal assistance. Understanding legal options is empowering. Legal assistance empowers them to seek justice, protect themselves and their children, secure financial independence, and regain control over their lives. It's a significant step towards breaking free from the cycle of abuse and building a brighter, safer future. Number five, empowerment through education. Knowledge is power. Number six, setting boundaries. Establishing and maintaining personal boundaries is essential. Here are the steps to follow. Self-reflection, meaning understanding personal needs, limits, and what feels safe and comfortable. Clear communication is also key. As servants express boundaries to others, including abusers, and be firm in communication. Maintain consistency in enforcing boundaries and don't compromise on them. Lean on a support network of trusted friends, family, or therapists who can offer guidance. Prioritize self-care to reinforce emotional and physical boundaries, fostering resilience and empowerment. Number seven are actually other tools that would be practices that promote mental well-being and inner peace. Mindfulness promotes relaxation and enhances overall well-being. Survivors become more attuned to their thoughts and emotions, allowing them to identify triggers and work towards healing. Mindfulness fosters a sense of empowerment by providing tools to stay present and make conscious choices, promoting recovery and resilience. These are just a few tools. Remember, healing is a unique journey and there is no one-size-fits-all approach. My goal is to provide a range of options 
so you can find what works best for you or someone you care about. Now, let's talk about culture sensitivity and awareness in the context of domestic abuse. Understanding the diverse cultural backgrounds of survivors and the unique challenges they face is key to providing effective support. First, let's clarify what we mean by cultural sensitivity. It's more than just recognizing cultural differences. It's about embracing these differences with profound respect and empathy. It's understanding that there is no universal approach when it comes to supporting survivors of domestic abuse. Each cultural context brings unique challenges and perspective, as well as strengths. Why does cultural sensitivity matter? Understanding is not just a courtesy, it's an ethical and practical necessity. It's about dismantling the barriers that prevent survivors from seeking help, expressing their experiences, or accessing the support they need. It's recognizing that cultural factors can significantly impact a survivor's journey, influencing everything from their decision to report abuse to their ability to rebuild their lives. Let's explore real-world examples of cultural sensitivity in action. These examples are here to illustrate how understanding and respecting cultural nuances can lead to more effective and passionate support for survivors. In some cultures, traditional healing practices hold profound significance. These can include rituals, ceremonies, or the use of herbal remedies. Cultural sensitivities acknowledges the value of these practices and recognizes that they are often intertwined with a survivor's sense of identity and healing process. It involves understanding when and how to integrate these traditional methods into a survivor's journey, working in tandem with professional support. By doing so, we honor a survivor's cultural heritage while supporting their well-being. Besides, many cultures place a strong emphasis on community and collective support. It means collaborating with these communities, engaging community leaders and influencers, and providing resources that align with their values and beliefs. This approach fosters trust and ensures that survivors receive the holistic support they need. These examples highlight the profound impact of cultural sensitivity. It's not merely about recognizing differences, but actively embracing and adapting our support systems to meet the unique needs from survivors from diverse cultural backgrounds. While as a coach therapist, I may not provide practical advice, my role or our role as coach therapist in creating awareness and educating others is essential. Awareness is another first step towards change. By understanding the dynamics of domestic abuse and its impact on individuals and communities, we can begin to address it more effectively. Why does awareness matter? Prevention starts with knowledge. By increasing awareness, we can empower individuals and communities to recognize the signs of abuse 
provide support, and work towards safe environments. Okay, so how can we raise awareness for prevention? By recognizing the signs. Understanding the signs of domestic abuse is critical. Identifying these signs can make a significant difference in intervention and prevention. The role of education and outreach programs cannot be understated. At the core of prevention is promoting healthy relationships, encouraging survivors and bystanders to speak out is crucial. Breaking the silence can lead to early intervention and support. Survivors who share their stories play a vital role in raising awareness. Awareness is a powerful tool in preventing domestic abuse. Hopefully, this podcast has helped you have a better understanding of how you can contribute to awareness and efforts and why it's essential for creating a safer world. Empowerment means equipping survivors with the tools and acknowledging their strengths and resources that they need to rebuild their lives, regain control and thrive. It's about acknowledging their strength and resilience. Empowerment is not a one-size-fits-all concept. It's a deeply personal journey and it can take many forms. So let's explore how survivors can harness their inner strength and the support available to them. Empowerment is a key step in breaking the cycle of abuse. It helps survivors reclaim their lives, make informed choices, and build a future from violence. Rebuilding self-esteem is often a critical part of their healing process. It's a process of rediscovering one's experiences do not define one's value. Achieving financial independence is a significant milestone on the path of empowerment. It involves gaining control over one's financial situation, making informed decisions, and securing a stable future. Healing extends to interpersonal connections. Survivors may need to navigate complex emotions when rebuilding relationships with friends and potential partners. It's about setting boundaries, communicating needs, and fostering healthy connections. Empowerment often involves setting and working towards personal and professional goals. These goals can serve as beacons of hope and motivation, helping survivors regain a sense of purpose and achievement. Having a support network is crucial. It's about who uplifts and understands you. These networks offer emotional support, encouragement, and a sense of belonging. Many survivors choose to become advocates for change. They use their experiences to raise awareness, support others, and challenge the systems in order to break the cycles of abuse. Empowerment is what enables the survivors to take their lives back and is a testimony of their resilience. Before we wrap up this episode, I want to highlight that this podcast features testimonials from survivors who have found strength and healing on their journeys. These testimonials provide first-hand accounts of resilience, recovery, and empowerment. While we may not be sharing a testimonial in this episode, I encourage you to explore the previous episodes where survivors share their stories of triumph over adversity. These narratives are a source of inspiration, reminding us that healing and empowerment are possible. 
As we conclude today's podcast, remember that you're not alone. Seek support, connect with resources, and believe in your capacity to heal and thrive. Your resilience knows no bounds.